I know what you're thinking. No one's going to recognize me. They didn't recognize me last night. How do I expect them to recognize me when I leave here? No. No, I can't be deterred. I'm going. You can't stop me. Even if I have to go up to him and say, I'm... Earl paused, not recalling his own name. I could stay here. I could... I could die here. He sat on his cot and thought of the life he had forgotten. Should I give up and say goodbye to life? No, I'm not ready to give in. Not yet. Earl lowered to his knees and spied a dusty trunk under his cot. It had been there for as long as he could remember. He was not even sure how it got there. Earl removed the trunk from underneath the cot and stared at it for some time before deciding to open it. Pandora was inside this box. He knew it. Opening this box would expose the world to many ills, but he knew it held the key to his past and his future. He squatted before the trunk and sighed heavily before opening it, fearful of what he might find. When he lifted the lid, he stared blankly, seeing his neatly organized past. On top was a pair of neatly folded khaki coveralls. He pulled on coveralls with patches ripped off above the chest pockets and a pair of weathered leather boots. Digging around the trunk, he found a comb with which he slicked back his hair and donned an old leather airman's cap. The uniform straightened his posture and broadened his shoulders. He even sensed he was a few inches taller. In his khaki armor, he felt strong and capable of taking on the mightiest of foes. Rummaging through various objects, he discovered a survival pack consisting of a one-quart canteen that still contained liquor. He sniffed the liquor and grinned. Scotch, the good stuff. Setting the canteen aside, he delved into the rest of his personal possessions with faint recollection. He opened up a tube of something. He sniffed. Hmm, lip balm. Opening another tin, he tested it with his fingers. Sunscreen. Boy, could I have used this. He read the label on one item. Shark repellent. He scratched his chin and looked around his desert abode. That's strange. I know there's no sharks in the desert. I'm not stupid. He retrieved a machete from the trunk and stared at his reflection in the tarnished metal. No, I, I didn't kill anyone. From a drawer next to his cot, he retrieved a weathered canvas bag with stacks of hundred-dollar bills. Earl gave no thought to the money. He did not even know how he earned it, only that he had it for all this time. He spent it occasionally at a store down the road on canned meats and booze. But as he was now about to venture back into society the money would be most useful. He looked down at his empty locker and spied dog tags. They haunted him most of all. He picked them up and cupped them in his hands as he read the numbers 3985952. What did it mean? Believing the tags to have some significance, he strung them around his neck 
Perhaps at least they will bring good luck. Leaving was harder than expected, like there was a force keeping him there. I have to go, Earl said. He looked around the room as if looking for someone. It's not for me. Earl strode through the shack, the place that gave him a home throughout the years and a retreat from the world. He stepped outside. It was a good day and about time Earl set upon his next adventure.